0: This is the future this is not the past the new xfl will kick off in 2020 you what the xfl is cooking it's still football but it's professional football reimagined this is our moment our story to tell this is history begun This is the XFL! Welcome, football fans. This is the week of January 13th, 2019. This is the road to 2020, and this is the XFL Show. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. And I'm Bryant. This week, we talk about the most important position on any football field. The quarterbacks. This is episode fifty one to be QBs, and last time on this is the XFL show, we spoke a whole lot about the St. Louis Stadium deal details that came out. Broke that thing down for you and the St. Louis fans. We heard from you. You guys are hyped. Everybody's talking about how St. Louis is is ready for the XFL, probably more than any other city. Also this week, Isaac Bruce, St. Louis Rams, great. Threw his name into the fold as someone who wants to coach for that team, while appearing on local radio on 590 The Fan in St. Louis. So, not only are fans ready, Bryant, but former greats of the NFL are ready for the XFL in St. Louis. I mean, St.
1: Louis is is showing up. You know, again, I mean, not much to do right now, but they are they are coming in full force. Everybody wants this town to succeed, and and right now, I don't see any reason why it won't.
0: It was a great show. Lots covered in that one, so if you missed it, go back, check out episode 50 or any of our past episodes on ThisIsTheXFLShow.com or on your favorite podcast app. We're everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify. Uh, We also got some feedback from last week's show as well. Voldemort's Feet on Instagram said, now I want to watch live drone racing. Uh, That goes back to our talk about television deals, Jake, which... Well, I mean you know, I think I brought that I'm the one who brought that up right live drone racing people want to watch live contents king jake
2: you can find that on uh you know I think you can find that on ESPN2 and FS2 sometimes at 1am I mean I'll I'll tell you I, I saw it on god <laughs> and I had to check it out and just just see what this was all about is it, it better it's not, it's not better than football though right no 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 okay. it's, it's it's not for me but I you know it's, it's something you got to see once I think.
0: But the, I've heard it's the same deal with live drone racing, though. Just like the XFL, it's all about the quality of the the play. Well, the flying, quality, the quality. The quality of the play. Quality. Quality the of the of the play. Uh, also from last week's show, a good response we got from Akin Crow or Aiken Crow on Twitter. Speaking of TV or streaming, think it's possible to get a deal from YouTube or Netflix? Great question. One we did not really dive into. We have in the past, but last week when we did really go into TV, Bryant, we didn't touch upon YouTube or Netflix. I think we all agree, though, that those are definitely things that should be considered streaming, whether it's within the XFL's official app or on one of those, you know, Amazon or Netflix or YouTube. Uh, But number one is regular old TV, a cable and network deal, right?
1: Yeah, I think I mean rabbit ears, right? Satellite dish, you know, cable. Someone coming up on your telephone pole and hooking you up with some te- television is, is probably the way you want to go. But I wouldn't, you know, exclude some of these other ones, you know, YouTube, Amazon, or Netflix to to kind of house your your yeah. games so people can go back and watch them right throughout the week, or, or you know, different content, maybe shows, things like that. Um, that, that that might be a, a a reason to use YouTube and Netflix, but definitely not as your primary. I would think.
0: No, and I think because of the WWE uh, network ties, with, you know, with Vince McMahon, the XFL should be able to do their streaming. I think on their own app. That just I think takes away from any confusion, right? People could just download your app and stream your games of uh, provided by you and a partner who's you know helping you out with the streaming. I think that would make the most sense, and I'm sure that they will have some sort of option like that because there are cable cutters like us, Jake, who. Uh, we might have, we'll might we have the rabbit ears for the network games, but if there's a game on cable, uh, there's got to be a way for us to get it, right? Yeah, I mean, the NFL, they've been experimenting with this.
2: Uh, I believe they had Thursday Night Football on Twitter for a little bit. I, I'm not sure who would want to watch a three, three-and-a-half-hour game uh, on Twitter, but then they've done that Amazon Prime, which, uh, you know, full disclosure, I, I actually did watch an NFL game on that whenever I was in the process of moving to my new house and, you know, the only thing at that point I had was internet. But I think these are all – the NFL has just always doubled up. They never said you can only watch uh, – you know, they can say you can only watch Thursday night football on specific cable or network channels, but they've
0: never said, you know, you have
2: to watch it on Amazon.
0: Yeah, so the giving people options, and I'm with you on that Amazon. I watched some games on there. I watched – they had different feeds too. You could watch it in Spanish or have the Andrea Kramer call. Or, or, or the regular call it was, it was pretty interesting uh, the XFL I think definitely will do something uh, with the streaming in mind but uh, that that was a great question and everybody keep them coming in after episodes and we'll get back to them uh, as we as we can you know we'll, we'll try to on the next episode if not the very next episode some episode down the line we'll respond to you either directly on social media at XFL show or right here on the program don't forget you could call in 724-565-4XFL that phone number is open anytime for you to leave us a voicemail for us to play right here on the show. Without further ado, though, guys, let's get into it this week and start things off with our cover two. Going for two. Go for two and the lead. And the talk this week was, of course, all about freshman Trevor Lawrence, Taryn, Nick Saban, and Alabama, a new Keister guys, and how he's a freshman. And he has to wait two whole years just to go to the NFL, even though he looked like one of college football's best overall players in the championship game. The three years out of high school rule with the NFL killing guys like Trevor Lawrence, but is not something the XFL has to worry about. We've already heard Oliver Luck in the past say this is not a rule that the the XFL has to adhere to. And he reiterated that this week. He, he told Pro Football Talk... We're in a position to be able to take players who wouldn't be eligible to play in the NFL. Now, whether that means players like Trevor Lawrence, guys who are really great and just want to go pro real early, or whether that means ineligible guys, whether that means guys who are maybe, instead of transferring because they lost a job out to another good player at a college instead of transferring, maybe they go to the XFL. That means anybody, anybody in the college football game has a shot at going to the XFL if they feel like they want to turn pro early or aren't getting the opportunities they really want. And that freshman, that superstar, with the long hair, got everyone talking this week, Brian.
1: Yeah, I mean, we who who watched him on Monday. I mean, we, he was a talk of of every sports you know media outlet out there. And and then that question came up, you know, just the next day as as to what the XFL would do with these types of players. And the AAF also came out and said that they wouldn't. Uh, you know, they wouldn't take these players if they're gonna adhere to the same rules as the as the NFL. So the XFL's kind of on an island on their own on this subject and, and why not? I mean he I guess you gotta ask your que- the the question why is this rule in place? Is it to protect the players? Is it to protect the NCAA, the relationship between the NFL and the NCAA?
0: Oh most definitely why is it's ruled? to protect the NFL from having to pay or have a true minor league. I mean this is it's free labor, it's free development they get by Holding players to that rule, isn't it? I mean, everybody ag- agrees on that pretty much.
1: Yeah. So, so, so if that's the case, then why can't these players go somewhere else and and play and make an, make an earning while they're doing it? I, I don't see a problem with it. Maybe the XFL needs to pick and choose, and maybe it's maybe not Trevor Lawrence because you know the the league's still going to be in its in its infancy. But once they 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 develop themselves and show that they are a credible league, why wouldn't players want to go there to help develop their craft?
0: It's really going to be, I think, one of the best parts about the XFL is the options it gives young football players in In a time where, you know, more and more these guys are looking out for themselves. You see so many transfers in college football. I don't think a name uh, as huge as Trevor Lawrence is going to be one the XFL is able to score in 2020. I may be wrong, Jake, but I think that this entire philosophy of, Being open, not probably not getting guys right out of high school, but being open to very young college football players who may seem ready, at least for a little bit of pro football. I think that is going to be so beneficial to the XFL, don't you? Well, yeah, it's a great philosophy. It's
2: a great time to come out and say, you don't have to stay somewhere for three years before we're going to let you in our league. Um, I'm just wondering, will we ever get to the point where – You know, it's going to be worth boosting your NFL draft status by going to the XFL versus staying in college for three years.
0: Yeah, that's it it turns it into a stepping stone, kind of, if you're looking at it this way, which are some people saying Trevor Lawrence should do that. He should go to the XFL and develop there for a year and then go to the NFL. I think all things considered, if, if a player is eligible and there's no paperwork and, and, you know, that sort of stuff getting in the way. I don't think the NFL teams are going to hold a grudge against the guy because he left college and went played pro for a year or two or three. Oh, no. uh, they're going to go after the best players available. Um, and, in that, and if that's the case, I think the XFL is going to ha- end up having a relationship with the NFL if that's what it becomes kind of a stepping stone. But who knows? Who knows? Maybe a guy gets into the league and loves it and doesn't leave. It's possible. <laughs> it's very possible. And you also have to consider the X. Ex- Everyone's saying, yeah, it's a, it could be a great stepping stone. You know, let's think a little positively here, guys. The XFL has a great first year financially. I mean, very unexpected. Everybody expects them to lose money year one, right? But say, for instance, they just have a dream season. Money's coming in. Everybody's watching. Everybody's playing fantasy. Everybody's loving the XFL. They get more money. They're going to be able to play pay players more. They're going to be able to maybe hold on to some star players and keep them from even going to the NFL. There's so many variables, but the reason all that's actually possible is because they don't have the silly three-year rule.
1: You know, it, it does give them the options, and I guess that's the that's the important part. You don't want to restrict yourself, especially being a new league, to only this or only that. Open up your your – your restrictions and let things happen almost organically, right, naturally. Let's just see what happens. If you allow high school players to come to your league, are you going to find that diamond in the rough that is a high school player that maybe wasn't D1 eligible and he's off to junior college, right? There's plenty of players in the collegiate level that have that issue. So I think the XFL is doing the right thing by not restricting themselves. I don't see, again, a player like Trevor Lawrence, but I think it doesn't hurt the XFL to have this as an option when you're already finding – Limited ways to find players to begin with.
2: Yeah, but what what's it going to take? What is the you know what is the XFL going to have to dangle out there? That's going to be a you know a big sack of cash.
0: Well, to a guy like Trevor Lawrence, it's you 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 could if the XFL was playing you know next month, they could say, hey kid, do you want to sit and play at Clemson and not make any money and potentially get hurt, have to take out you, know, you could take out insurance. That's all right. You know you get some money that way if you get hurt. But if you come play with us, you'll develop and we're not going to hold you from going to the NFL when you want, maybe even next year, leave school, leave. You got the Herschel Walker situation with the USFL all over again, except the XFL is going to have to fork out a huge percentage of their own <laughs> money and capital just for one player. It's, it's really a, a, a very beneficial position the XFL's in with, especially how aware all these players are of of their own situations now and they don't feel like they have to stick with one school I mean look how many guys transfer you think Jalen Hurts would have been sitting on the bench all season long and and just hanging out at Alabama not playing if he had an option like the XFL Bryant no way
1: I, I you know I mean I don't want to can, can, can we can we table that discussion for a little bit later?
0: Oh yeah, because Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is not the only quarterback we're talking about. Jalen Hurts might come up. We are going to go deep into the quarterbacks of the XFL in year one, just like we did with our coaches a few weeks ago. We are going to talk about all kinds of prospective quarterbacks and what the quarterbacks in the XFL in 2020 might look like. But you're right, Bryant. I'm getting ahead of myself. We're in the cover two. Let's go to part two of this week's cover two, which uh, well, has us looking over at that other spring league that starts up in, well, just a month. This is day three of this thing, okay? I just expect people to continue to grow and grow and grow and grow. And I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. We're getting a little bit better. I don't care whether it's snap counts or getting off on the ball. I see defensive guys doing good things with blitzes and with games, guys coming inside. We just want to continue to. That is, or was, Atlanta Legends former head coach Brad Childress of the Alliance of American Football just days before he resigned. He resigned as head coach of the Atlanta Legends of the AAF. He was addressing his team there because they started spring practice. They started a a camp, their camp, weeks before the kickoff. Brad Childress quits. On the Atlanta Legends and the AAF guys, that is a shocker for this young league, which has seen a ton of changes, not without a lot of time to really bounce back from them, just weeks before their first kickoff ever.
2: The only thing you need to know is follow the money, and we don't know who's holding that money right now and who's offering it up to him. But um, you know, we we expect to hear that uh, very shortly, and this is going to be an issue that the XFL is going to have to look at are, you know are they going to lock people down and prevent them from going somewhere else even though they could be making more money that's that's not good for morale but also you don't want a PR disaster like this
0: this is the drawback of starting the week after the Super Bowl because the month before the week after the Super Bowl is Black Monday and that's when all kinds of coaching carousel shenanigans go on. Brad Childress, not in the NFL, but he did say he wants to spend more time with his family. But you have to believe with all the movement in the NFL and all the ties he has, Brad Childress is going to probably be landing an NFL gig. And maybe he left for that. Yeah, We'll see why he left the AAF job. Maybe he is just tired and doesn't feel like doing it. Maybe he, he started it and said, you know what, I just don't. But the fact that it's spring ball starting this this shortly after Black Monday, Bryant, you're gonna see a lot of this in the AAFER right now and potentially in the XFL. Do you think there should be measures taken to prevent this? Should coaches be locked in and prevented from leaving without penalty at a certain time of the year?
1: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna address that question in two parts. One, the AF. It, this is the fault of the AAF for how quickly they're starting up, right? Uh, the, we saw this with the XFL in 2001, and that's what's happening with the AAF now is that they don't have enough time to think of all the things that need to happen, and and maybe locking down their coaches uh, is something they didn't really think would be a problem. I don't know. I mean, it, it's something they weren't prepared for, obviously, and, and I think that's probably their t- all fault of their own. Now, as far as locking down those coaches – I think you got. You have to at least for a year. Uh, you, we we talked about it. Where if you're going to sign a coach, you want to find someone who's going to be in it for the long haul for at least three years. You don't want to have to keep transferring out your players and your coaches. So I would think that you you'd want to lock these down with some sort of contract, making sure they don't go anywhere else. As long as you're you're finding the right guys and you're paying them comfortably.
0: This this is really uh an issue you have to acknowledge beforehand uh, apparently the AAF didn't do it too well a guy like Brad Childress leaving now I'm not gonna say it's a disaster but it's not a good look for the league and he has ties to guys in the league who were up for jobs uh he was I know he's close with Kevin Stefanski who was looking to get the Bengals or Dolphins job doesn't look like he's getting it the Vikings uh, offensive coordinator but Brad Childress knows a lot of guys, and the coaches you hire in the XFL are probably going to also know a lot of guys. You need to prevent them from leaving, Jake. I mean, the AAF lost Hugh Freeze, an offensive coordinator who got a, a head coaching job at Liberty. You can't afford to lose guys with weeks of camp remaining before kickoff.
2: Uh, no, absolutely not in that scenario. It, but it's it's a difficult situation. I, I can't tell you 100% the correct answer. We're seeing this in the professional wrestling world right now people locking down talent with contracts but is it worth staying with that contract is it worth staying with with one company or one team uh, or or even one group whenever you can barely put and now not that not that these guys are barely putting food on the table but but i think the analogy is still the same but i mean as brian was saying if you could even just say tell them one year one year that you don't have to go through this but uh, you're right. You know the XFL; they're going to be playing almost a real life game of Yahtzee. You know, if they're going to be trying to wait until a month before the league kicks off to try to see which coaches, you know, get handed their pink slip, and then you're going to try to scoop them up, it's it's difficult. You're you're gambling.
0: Yeah, that's maybe in the you know the next. The, we, do we have? Well, no, you we can't. This is the last Black Monday before. I think it'd be too late for the XFL, right? Black Monday 2020 is gonna be way too late for the XFL to poach anybody. So, people who are available now, or who are you going after? After who knows? Maybe Brad. You think Brad Childress left for the XFL? I don't know. All I know is I think it's easier to keep coaches like Brad Childress from leaving because it's easier to bog them down on a contract than it is a player who can make. You know, a coach can make way more money in the NFL and could probably bite the, the penalty. But a player, you should make it fluid for them because there's so many options for them. These coaches, I think you should tie them into contracts. If you look at the AAF, Bryant, they had Brad Childress leave, they had number one pick Josh Johnson quarterback leave to go play for Washington when all their quarterbacks went down. Which is worse for that for that league? I'd say the coach leaving, because the player leaving is what you kind of expect and are promoting. You do not want your coaches leaving the way Brad Childress did.
1: Yeah, you want your players to know that they can leave, right? Because they don't want to be locked down in a league where they can make more money on a practice squad, but they want to get that exposure, look like they're better, and then go to another league. So that's fine. That's expected. I mean, it's not great that your number one quarterback. Maybe that guy you might want to lock down that you draft actually six around, but at the same time, it's understandable why players leave. Coaches, on the other hand, you would hope they're in for the long haul. You would hope that they're behind the league in some way, shape, or form. Now, we don't know, again, why Childress left. Uh, it could just be a multitude of things, nothing to do with, with jumping ship, but you you, you you want to avoid that as much as possible. And in this case, I would say that the coach leaving is definitely the worst thing, and hopefully the XFL finds a way to, to lock down those guys. Um before the season starts and after the season starts, because you don't want this constant fluctuation of coaches and people leaving coordinators and stuff like that. I understand. But head coaches, you want some commitment from them uh, from the get go.
0: And also the XFL is showing a little bit more commitment into their players. They're you know, saying they have the option to go do other things at the ends of seasons. But those contracts for especially for the quarterbacks we're going to talk about, those are you better not leave town-type contracts that, that that those guys are getting unless it's for something really good and not just a couple games for a team that's out of the playoffs like Josh Johnson got with Washington. So the XFL, I think, is also doing a little bit more to shore up that their players don't leave and you know get out of dodge, and I definitely expect that to happen with the head coaches. Uh, with that said, uh, Jake, uh, Greg Williams is available. The former interim Browns coach, you think he gets an AAF or XFL job? The former, uh, I guess he was the, the, the inventor of Bounty Gate with the Saints. That's a, it's a tough, mean SOB he's out there on the market. Or does the XFL go by the way of the NFL in, in terms of the philosophy of hiring head coaches, which nowadays is all about the young bucks?
2: Yeah, I, I think you got to... I, I don't want to do anything yet, you know. Unless you can get a ledge unless Joe Gibbs is willing to come back, I, I, you know, that's probably the only name out there that I would lock down right, no, right now. Everybody not, else, I'm going to keep waiting.
0: No XFL, do not go. Do not want the XFL to go. You know, the AAF got some good names, but let's face it, a lot of these guys are long in the tooth. You unless want you can get Gibbs innovative.
1: or uh, You know, just, just keep Jimmy waiting. Johnson. On. Oh, jeez.
0: Do do you think that we're going to see a bunch of Sean McVay clones in the XFL, Bryant?
1: Hotter and younger. I was going to say for, uh, for some of the female fans, maybe that is the best approach yeah. to, to get them interested. It is um, all about hiring. I know I can't talk to my size. wife during a Rams game, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, you know what? If, if it's the right man for the job. Again, it goes back to this discussion we had last week. Of Do you pick the right man for the job or do you pick the name? Do you pick the look? Do you pick What do you pick when you're picking an, an XFL coach? Um, maybe it is a young person because it, it might be easier to lock that one down uh, for the long term.
0: Yeah, I I think what you pick is exactly that. A guy who won't leave. (laughs) So good luck to the Atlanta legends. Uh, Unfortunately, Michael Vick did not get the interim head coach tag whenever Brad Childress left. They gave it to the defensive coordinator. He wasn't promoted for his his time. No, his few weeks as offensive coordinator. Uh, But that is this week's cover, too. Uh, The NFL coaching carousel is winding down, so hopefully the chaos uh, effect doesn't, you know hurt I don't want to see it hurt the AAF like that but it looks like it will and let's hopefully that doesn't happen in 2022 the XFL but another topic for another day it is now time for the main topic this week guys and we went through a bunch of na- co- coaching names that we really want to see we think we should see realistic we tried to keep it at least uh, a few weeks ago this week we're going to do the same thing but with the quarterbacks the XFL exp- Expects to announce coaches slash GM soon they expect to announce a TV deal soon and we are supposed to hear about quarterback signings in the first quarter of this year so with that said and that coming up let's talk about some of those potential quarterbacks that could be signed to the XFL with this week's hot read
1: blue 58 blue 58 go Hey, Ric Flair! Ric Flair! Pepper, Flip, Caliber, Motown, Happy, Jolly, Drop, Buster, Merge, Tiger! I think he's got a helm too, Rodney, I think. 319! 319 Three Hey, Seattle!
2: Ryan! RJ3! Oh,
0: Omaha! Omaha! Freewheeling hot read this week, guys, because. You're, it's all off the top of your head or whatever research you've done, and I'm gonna do the same. We're talking about the quarterbacks now. I, I'm I'm tabling this for when the for the right time, but I did put out a tweet a while back on my personal account. Uh, you might have seen it, Bryant, and I said quarterback play is overrated. I don't want to dive into why I think that, but the most important player on the on the field for reasons other than the actual football game. I'll say yes, but. I'm not going to argue it today. These are important players because they will be the faces of the league, and we need to talk about them. Plethora of name-brand quarterbacks available now and in 2020. We have high-caliber NFL ineligible quarterbacks in the college ranks, like we talked about earlier. So who are some of the best and realistic names the XFL could aim to sign now and closer to 2020? You can start, Brian. Brian.
1: Okay, uh, since you brought it up earlier, I'm just going to bring it up now. I don't know if it was on anybody else's list. Uh, he 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 uh, entered the uh, tr- transfer protocol. I guess is what it's called in the NCA transfer portal. Uh, let's talk about Jalen Hurts. I mean, the man sat on his behind for basically the whole season. Uh, you know, was was basically pushed aside
2: when he was called upon. You know, he got the job done. Let's let's not let's not forget about that.
0: He did. He should have started the championship game. I'm sure some people in Alabama are saying right now. But,
1: uh, but he didn't, and now he's off to because he's not going to uh, replace Tua. So, does he transfer or is the XFL an option? I, I don't I don't see why he wouldn't look at the XFL as an option to make some money. Uh, he I believe he's actually already graduated. He has one year of eligibility left. Maybe I, I can't remember off the top of my head
0: exactly, but uh, I think I think it's an I think it's a good fit. I definitely think it's such a high-profile player. I mean, he is a superstar in college football. I mean, this is, we're talking about a Heisman candidate, once upon a time, a guy who a, a lot of people understand why he lost his job, but to not be a starter in college football is kind of silly for Jalen Hurts. So I fully think the XFL should target that young guy and, and try to lure him into the league because let's face it, Jake, Is Jalen Hurts an NFL quarterback even in today's new NFL? Jalen Hurts doesn't fit that mold.
2: If he played the entire season this year and it still would have ended up the same way, I I think he is, but we only saw him for, I mean, we saw him in the beginning of the season. We saw him come in for that uh, conference championship game. Uh, That's really all we saw, I guess, from him. So, uh, you know, Brian, I like that pick. Can they... Throw enough money at him, you know, to convince him that it's going to be more that he's going to make in the NFL. Or well, they, I mean, they...
0: is he going to make money in the NFL? The you're talking about for he's a he's a fringe quarterback in the NFL. If he go if he entered a draft or or free agency, I mean, come on, Jalen Hurts doesn't make the throws. They say that NFL quarterbacks need to make, but. He could be a name and also he a guy into that can develop a
2: championship game two
0: years ago. All right. Let's not talk about this guy. Like he's small potato. I'm not, I'm just saying he no, doesn't fit the NFL mold and he's someone who could develop in the XFL. And, and,
1: and it's, it's not diminishing what he's done in college football. There's been tons of quarterbacks, players in general that great in college, even, you know, Heisman trophy finalists that, that never get a sniff of the NFL oh, and for whatever reason that is, yeah. you know, so it's, it's not to, to dismissing that, but why wouldn't what if you've proven yourself in the NCAAs and you still got overtaken by another quarterback? Why wouldn't you go to the XFL to prove that you can play with the professionals to
0: hopefully land a job in the NFL? The only place Jalen Hurts should go if he stays in college football is Auburn. If it's not Auburn and if he can't get in, if he can't get, go to Auburn and beat Alabama, then he might as well go to the XFL if he wants to keep playing football at all. I don't know. I'm not in the guy's head, but I love the idea, Bryant. That's a depth definitely a really good suggestion how about you jake which one do you got give us one.
2: Oh yeah i mean i you know i've got a number of guys on my list here i was you know talking to you a little bit off air before we started but i don't know when the last time some of these guys have even uh, held a football uh, in their hand Uh-oh. uh let's i mean this gentleman he is still in the league right now heisman trophy winner i believe overall number pick and uh you know robert griffin this guy, who is he signed with the Browns right now? Ravens. Ra- Ravens. Uh, how many quarter, how many okay quarterbacks do the Ravens need?
0: <laughs> well, they're about. To, they're going to be after his. Well, RG I mean, three is is a unrestricted free agent, I believe yep. this year. So yes. they're going to yeah, be that- without Flacco and him, and they're going to only have Lamar Jackson pretty soon. I'm sure Flacco's gone from Baltimore, so. With no RG three. I like. I like that though. I like that. It's a great suggestion. Just, uh, like like we were saying, it's another one of these guys came in with you know so much hype and just never delivered. And yeah. he's the thing is he's not Jalen Hurts with the world in front of him, but he's not too old and he's so he's a Heisman Trophy winner. That is, I think that's one of the top names you're going after if you're trying to get quarterbacks to the XFL but the big question with RG3 Brian has to be is he still, you know, NFL capable? Is he still a guy that NFL teams are going to want as at least a backup because he might stay in that in the league to be a backup rather than go to the XFL and start.
1: What that you bring up a good point. Do you want to stay in the NFL and be a backup with the hopes that you'll just continue to be a backup for the next five to six years and just, you know, make the easy money? I, I don't know if he has aspirations to be. I mean, hold was Tommy Maddox in the XFL that, that year when he went in, right? He probably had no aspirations. The guy wasn't even in the NFL and ended up starting and winning a Super Bowl. Well, not starting the Super Bowl, but you get what I'm saying with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So. Uh, it depends on what the player wants. Does he want to find his his success in the NFL, or does he want to just you know stay dormant and be a second string uh, quarterback the
0: rest of his life? And that and that's for a guy like RG three, that'd be a lot of humble pie for a Heisman Trophy winner, first rounder to to eat. Jake, for him to say, you know what, screw it, I'm going to the XFL. I'm gonna I want to play. Do, do you think? Do you think players have too much pride to do that, who already have NFL jobs and are going into free agency the way RG3 is going?
2: Uh, I'm I'm sure, you know, there's some out there that do, but there's, like we said, there's also overall number one picks who were out of the league in a number of years, never to be, seemingly never to be heard from again. This is another option that didn't exist in the past.
0: It it is, Um, and it's... Really, I think the name you bring up there, RG3, is probably one of the top two or three names you're really trying to lure if you're Oliver Luck in the XFL. Yeah, and I think he still is a name. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he still is. Yeah, he may not be any good in the NFL right now, but he's a name we all recognize. And one many of us football freaks recognize, but a lot of people might not, you know, casual fans – won't but I think is one that should be considered Ryan mallet do you guys remember Ryan mallett he's also a former Raven uh former third round pick pl- bounced around the league Patriots Texans most notably started some games for them do you remember what he was famous for Brian I'm gonna have to defer to you sir oh well I thought I thought but you were snoring at the beginning there before you said that because he's famous for sleeping Ryan mallett Slept through practice and missed flights while an NFL quarterback. So if he could wake up on time, the kid six foot six. He's only thirty. He's got NFL experience. I think a, a pro style professional quarterback like him. That is, if he you know turns his alarm clock on his iPhone on. Uh, I think a guy like him has tools and has qualities that would be good for an XFL football team. Uh, also talking about a former sec quarterback so that's he's not a big name but a guy who started some nfl that i think would be good for an x if i'm an xfl rooting for a team i think my team getting ryan mallett as their quarterback would be a pretty good thing jake
2: the best thing for any xfl team is if that team wins you got to remember they made tommy maddox all right you're always looking to make new talent, new stars Sometimes you got to start at the bottom. Sometimes you got to start in the middle. But even if you start at, you know, that high level name, uh, you know, name value, it, it still may not work out at case in point, Robert Griffin, uh, which we talked about before. So there's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, making some. You always got to make new talent.
0: Um, let's let me start the next round of, of names here. Brian, I want to go back to back here. All right, I gave you one guy who had some issues waking up. Here's a guy who never had an issue waking up to collect a paycheck, Sam Bradford. His Arizona Cardinals contract ends in 2019. He is maybe the most over overpaid quarterback of all time, but a Heisman guy, a legit quarterback who has done big things, but mostly just got paid for showing glimpses of greatness rather he, than actually. Has he done great. big things? Uh, has he he always been hurt he's been he's been hurt a lot but don't forget a lot of people forget this sam bradford once upon a time and i think still might have the highest like completion percentage in an entire season unless drew Brees recently broke it sam bradford had a super high number in that regard he's not bad there's a reason why he kept getting paid but like you said jake he always got hurt
1: uh, and I think the one thing that you and I love this pick, uh, Alan, but I think the one thing we got to remember is where he was originally drafted to, and that was the St. Louis Rams. And the man seems like one of the most likable guys <laughs> in, in the league. Uh, I, I can't imagine him going to the XFL just for the simple fact that it seems like people do keep paying him.
0: They're going to stop eventually, 90s. aren't they? They're <laughs> going to stop paying him eventually.
1: He's who he, he backed up Josh, um, Josh Rosen, right, in Arizona this year. Uh, it, it, it makes sense. Uh, first overall pick in 2010 for the Rams. Uh, it wasn't he even like a Heisman finalist, too. I want to say in... he won
0: it, he won the dang thing. He won
1: it. Okay, so then he won it. So I like it if the X can get him, go get him. Whether or not he's actually going to be available, and, and, and or if you actually want, or if he wants to, excuse me, that's that's the question.
0: I I would say yes and put him on St. Louis and call it a day. I, why do I feel like St. Louis football fans are some of them, or at least when you say that Brian are saying, no, no, we don't want him ever again. Please. No, he'll just get hurt. He's 31, but he's been hurt. And he's probably got like the knees of a 51 year old, but Sam Bradford is, I mean, he's, he's got arm talent as they say, guys. I mean, that's, A pretty big name everybody recognizes in the world of football. If you land him, Jake, do you see anyone in the NFL paying Sam Bradford ever again? Probably not the big money, but even to be a backup anymore? 31, his contract ends this year. It's, I,
2: I would not, but I bet somebody does. <laughs> like, like we were talking a few episodes ago, somehow Marvin Lewis finally got the can up in Cincinnati. And year after year, you thought that guy would have been gone, but they just kept bringing him back. This was finally the year where somebody said, no, thank you. Um, you
1: know, Alan, you know, and I'm, I'm sorry, guys, but to bring something up, I'm just reading it here. It looks like, and I didn't know this, the Cardinals released Bradford, 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 Bradford on November 3rd. So he's a free agent. Yeah, right? he's.
0: Yeah, Babe said we'll keep paying you. Just get out of here. We don't want. To, we don't even want you here. just go home. We know you're, you're just <laughs> of no. You're of no service to us. Always hurt. We got this young guy. Sorry, Sam, but I don't know. I just something tells me that could well, if be you put it down- a big name the XFL is able to get because I think his time is finally up in the NFL. Well,
1: if you put that one yard, uh, you know. A buffer on the line he doesn't have to be that mobile right <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> maybe he benefits from the rules of the xfl
0: very much so we'll see uh, you got a name brian you got any more realistic or i am i don't know how much I, name more. I, I,
1: I do like this one a lot i don't know if you guys recognize the name but i do again this is a little bit of a homer but i feel like this falls into the category of a quarterback that did great at college uh got a sniff of the of the nfl but never really is going to have the potential to start or even really have significant playing time and I'm going with former UCLA quarterback Brett Hundley uh, he's a free agent this year had a great career at UCLA was highly regarded and then decided to come back for a year uh, and ended up uh, dropping all the way down to I believe the third round uh, to the Green Bay Packers in 2014 maybe uh, I like this pick I, he was the, the, you know in, in Los Angeles I think that'd be great to have him back Uh And like I said, I think it's a quarterback that never really got his sniff in the NFL, did great things in college. Give him another shot.
0: Uh, I think he got a sniff filling in for Aaron Rodgers, though. He just looked pretty awful. But I love Brett Hundley in in college. You're right. He was great at UCLA. Probably, you know, there's a guy who, if he didn't have to wait, could have came out earlier, made more money, and got picked higher. Right? But then he had to play another year. And if you play another year at UCLA, that's like the most dangerous thing in the world because you're going to probably be on an awful team, and then that'll make you look awful. But Brett Hudley ends up being a backup to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers didn't do him any favors either. You know, that guy's not going to put anyone under a learning tree. Selfish SOB. So Brett Hudley is definitely a name I think you consider if you're the XFL because he's a guy who is still you know fairly young. He is young. And... Like you said, didn't he he got a chance in the NFL, it fell through, but it might have fallen through too much. Like I don't know if he gets another backup job. We'll see. He's very much in the same vein as Josh Johnson, serviceable, but not very NFL good, but who knows what he could be in the XFL. I could see him being a top pick if there is one uh, for quarterbacks. Uh, Jake, do you did you ever get to see any Brent Hudley in the NFL playing for the Packers? Uh
2: I can't think I did. No, I, I, I'm, I'm not thinking about it.
0: Yeah. See, that's do you recognize the
1: uh,
2: Maybe if I saw him in a UCLA jersey, <laughs> I, I would, but, but the name, the name I do not. And, you know, you guys were talking about young guys still in the prime of their career. Uh, I'm going to bring up somebody here and, and you're probably going to shoot me down. And that is Carson Palmer, 39 years old. Oh, Again, oh I mean, my. Heisman Trophy winner also. Is that right? Did yeah,
0: he want to, yes. Why? Uh, I, I, Why? This,
2: do you think that they could just you know run a story on him, make him almost like Kurt Warner? Whenever they were you know they he took the Cardinals to the Super Bowl, one last chance. You know <laughs> he, he's going out on top. This, this old man never you know there was definitely potential there, but I uh, he just never had the team to do enough. Do you think they could bring him in as a, a legend? So to say, and try
0: to get some sympathy for him. If they do, I hope he doesn't play for my favorite team. So, but maybe <laughs> I, I hope not. I think not. I'm going to say no. I mean, all the injuries, much like Sam Bradford, a lot, a lot more productive, I guess, a longer career. But no to Carson Palmer for me. How about you, Bryant? Yeah, I don't,
1: I don't, I don't see it. Highly unlikely. I'd put it even, but. Uh, it would be great buzz. don't get me wrong. It would be something that the uh, that would make a splash, right. but I don't think Carson Palmer wants to play. I think the xFL is is not looking for gimmicks and and names at this point they 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 want to have I, I mean we're I guess we're I guess the question would be where do you put Carson Palmer in the list of available QBs, right where where's that name on that list? And if that name is actually higher then maybe, uh, we think that then I guess it could work. I guess that's what we have to look at it, regardless of who it is and where they're from.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I don't say he's anywhere near the middle of. My, I think he's dead, dead bottom of my list. <laughs> I would <laughs> rather take one of the young guns. I mean, if I, also, you know, these aren't any these aren't particular names we need to you know really go into. But players in 2018 in college football who either showed promise are too young or are seniors or juniors but just won't get an nfl shot that i think you're looking at i mean i've got a, a, a few here if you watched any lsu football you saw joe burrow do some co- good stuff i mean he's got a lot to work on but he's a leader in the sense of you know a quarterback is going to go out there and do everything he has to do to win you've got guys like kyle Shermer who played forever at vanderbilt Played in big SEC games. You've got guys from smaller schools like Louisiana Tech's Jamar Smith who put up huge numbers there. Jake Browning put up big numbers for Washington. He'll probably get drafted to the NFL, but who knows if he'll make it. You got, And then there's another name. I, I don't know if you'll enjoy me saying this as a Pitt fan, Jake, but Eric Dungy, that big old bruising quarterback from Syracuse, runs like he's a fullback. Exciting style, a very Tim Tebow-esque. It's like a Tim Tebow style, but he's actually in his twenties and still probably wants to play football. So you got to think about 2018 young guns in college football. And you know what? If I'm an XFL scout, if I'm you know Eric Galco, we talked to him. I'm sure he and his crew, Oliver Luck, are also scouring the Rivals.com lists and and, and all of the 24/7 uh, lists for. Pro style and dual threat quarterbacks hitting the college ranks in 2019 because those guys could, all, some of them could come out, have big years, and not be able to go play in the NFL but might want to turn pro. You got to think about them. So I don't have any more names in particular except keep in mind all those young guns, guys. You got to keep in mind whatever. guys playing in college now and that are going to be in college this season.
2: Whatever is best for business, you know, you got to put on your booking hat, and you got to put, you know, uh, state lines and personal differences to the side, and what's what's going to help your team and what's going to help the league.
0: And I'm hoping all possibilities are being considered, Jake. You're right. Do you have any more names, Bryant?
1: Uh, One somewhat name that I brought up uh, because he didn't get a job until I want to say like week fourteen. Uh, Mark Sanchez, I think that's a recognizable name. How great he is now, I don't, I don't know, but for the namesake value, I think we should throw him out there. Uh, he still seems like he wants to play. Was still looking for a job, so you never know if that, I, if he can
2: land somewhere. I'd love to see the Sanchez in the XFL. Personally, <laughs> like, I, I think that would be some branding. You'd have some excitement. Now, w- would you put him in the New York, New Jersey area? How would they take? Them? I think L A. before. I you put him in LA.
0: Or... He was, I think you put him in L A. Okay. Yeah, seeing how Jets fans reacted to Adam Gase getting the Je- uh, the head coaching job, uh, <laughs> may, many of them wanted to you know jump off the Brooklyn Bridge. I think you don't want to yeah, give him Sanchez. What, what back. do Jets fans really
1: embrace or enjoy? That's
0: good Fireman Ed, they like Fireman <laughs> Ed. <laughs> I,
1: I will. I will bring uh, a couple names up just for gimmick purposes. Uh, Colin Kaepernick, Team Tebow. Uh, those are names that people probably want to see or are thinking about would be great, but that's not going to happen, right? We can all admit stuff like that.
0: I really d- d- doubt Tim Tebow at this point. I just feel like, why would he even consider that? He's got the great thing going as a attraction for a baseball team, and he's got the studio gig with ESPN. Uh, Colin Kaepernick would... You're you're gonna alienate a lot of people, but you're also gonna win over a lot of people. That's gonna be the most polarizing thing about the XFL if they get Colin Kaepernick. Um, the thing is, is you gotta consider straight up in a football sense, in a business sense, it's hard. It's even harder to assess if it's worth it. But in a football sense, is it because the guy hasn't played in how long now? And really, I had a lot of people bring this argument, and I kind of side with it. He wasn't playing very good. In his last year, he was pretty awful. Uh, but Kaepernick in today's NFL might be flourishing if he would have got another opportunity. Sure, could he be a backup in the NFL? Probably, but to, should the XFL get him? I don't. It's so hard to weigh the damage that might do or the positive that might do. At least in terms of marketing, but in terms of just the football sense, I think that's that's a guy that you would consider if you're a coach. But then that's a whole business decision for the entire league in his case, a very special case, Bryant, that, I don't know, I'd probably stay away from it because I'm a big wuss. How about you, Jake?
2: Well, I mean, you're right. He did his last season not very good at all. You know, people may say, well, he was not a Super Bowl, but what have you done lately? And, uh, you know, He hasn't gotten the
1: opportunity to do anything lately. <laughs> you're right, he
2: hasn't. But you know what? There's a lot of bad quarterbacks in the NFL. It's, it's true. It's, they're, they're always out there. Uh, I, I'm probably with Alan, you know, I, 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 I'm i a wuss. I, I don't think I would want, uh, I, I don't think I'd want him there. You know, you'd have to put him in a, would you have to put him in a very hipster city?
1: Carson really Palmer, Carson Palmer or Colin Kaepernick? Oh, uh, Colin, Ka-
0: Colin Kaepernick. Got him.
1: <laughs> Got it. <laughs>
2: um, I don't know. I, I can... better. That, that would be a shootout for, uh, you know, for a certain <laughs> position. I, I really think it would.
1: Uh, well, I just brought up those two names. I'm sure there's some more gimmick names that people want to talk about. We did the kind of same thing with coaches uh, when we talked about, like, Marvin Lewis and stuff, but just wanted to throw some of those names out there. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I can't wait to see
0: who, who's the first to put a pen to paper, though. More interested in seeing the coaches or quarterbacks that get hired? <laughs> oh, pass for right now. Let me think about it. <laughs> I have. I'm more interested in the coaches because I just feel like they're going to be more names that everybody recognizes than the quarterbacks. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I am too. I think
2: I'm looking forward to the coaches. You could, you could land a really good quarterback out there, which you know may overshadow all of them, but. I, I think the coaches are a safer bet right
1: now. And yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say coaches, too. Yeah, wait to see Parcells
0: back on the side.
1: Right
0: <laughs> Jake, younger <laughs> and hotter. That's what it's all about with coaching these days. I'm telling you, he's probably, we're probably going to see a bunch of 26-year-old guys get XFL head coaching jobs. Co- 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 Coach Parcells,
1: can you tell me if you thought about benching uh, Palmer today?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that is going to. I just I feel bad for whatever team that happens to, if that happens. Uh, that's this week's hot read. Very, very uh, lively discussion. If you have any other quarterback names you want us to address or you want to address, please. call in, please. 724 565 4XFL. That's the XFL fan loan. Or just hit us up on social media at XFL Show. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. And we're on ThisIsTheXFLShow.com. That was a great, great discussion, guys. Oh, one lay on my my cutting room floor was Chad Kelly, but then I remembered he got arrested for breaking into someone's house drunk and watching their TV. So no arrests, remember? Can't be taking guys who got arrested. Um, It's about the quality of the play. And hey, Jake. The quality of the player. It is. It is about and the player, quality yes. of the play and player. Yeah, they've said that. It is actually for sure What's the quality of the play, Jake. And you promised sure. big things this week, and I think we oh, delivered. Yeah. That was a big show. <laughs> uh, you know what, guys? I actually have a. That was actually not the biggest
2: news that I've got. Uh, but I currently, right now, I have a uh, what they like to call in the business a friend D.A., Sign where uh, it's better to just keep this information under wraps for for all parties right now. Yeah.
0: I, I I don't like this when you're teasing us at the end of shows, Jake. On a consistent basis, you better quit it. Uh, we'll have to wait till next week, I guess, episode fifty two for whatever it is. Does the finale end then? Maybe we'll see. <laughs> You'll have to stick around, everybody. <laughs> Subscribe to the show. I, We're on. I, I every- mentioned Bill Parcells a lot this episode. If that. <laughs> if that if oh, if <laughs> If we have Bill Parcells on the show next week, everybody, Uh. just strap yourselves in because it's going to be crazy. I have some questions for him, particularly about how he's going to use Carson Palmer. For Jake, for Bryant, I'm Alan. Please subscribe to the show. We're everywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, your favorite, favorite podcast app. We're on it. This is the XFL Show. We're right there. Just subscribe. Leave us a review. We'd appreciate it. We'll be back next week to talk more XFL. Remember, they're listening.